Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks, your one-stop shop for everything FPL. Let us bring out your inner maverick and we'll find you those FPL gems. Welcome to FPL Mavericks. We have the king himself, Whaley Mitch of the Whale. How are you, mate? Benny, good to be back, my, my dear friend. You seem to be my good luck charm, so I'm going to keep coming on as long as I keep uh, smashing those game weeks. Good man. And Roscoe, it's been a couple of weeks, mate. Great to have you back. Thanks, mate. Good to be back. I'm pretty in- intimidated to be on here with the uh, the originals, the Maverick <laughs> Kings. Well, you're worthy, mate. There's a good battle. You're, you're chasing Benny down there, so there's going to be a... a... A tough finish for you both. So I know you've got a couple of chips up your sleeve. So Benny's sweating bullets. He is. He definitely <laughs> is after uh, last week's round. Um, well, lads, what we'll do today is uh, we'll go through what a Maverick is quickly. We'll go on the scores and the doors. We'll speak about how Luke and Roscoe and maybe myself went, even though I've just gave it away. Uh, and then we'll jump into the uh, who's in the Twitter league, who's done well, and then dish out some Mavericks and a bargain bucket and even a Mav cap to top off the cherry on the cake. So, um, Roscoe, mm. I feel like you did this quite well, mate. For all the new listeners that may have been joining today, what is a Maverick and what will we be picking in the show later today? Yes, um, a Maverick, Ben, is a differential player that you will select in your team to try and outwit your competition. So you want to have a player who hauls that other people don't have. Is that right? Correct, mate. And as long as that's 10% 10 owned is the limit. That's it. Bang on. So that's what we're going for, the Maverick. And the bargain bucket is just more of a, a value add, which can be hopefully very low as well. The, the bargain bucket's really important this time of year because uh, a lot of people are about to use bench boosts, so you need those enabling-type players. So hopefully we we provide a couple of options in that price that, that low-owned price bracket that, that still have potential to, to haul too. There's a couple of good options out there. If Ben, if you wanted to run a podcast next season where we select players under 10% owned that don't get points, I've got like a big list. <laughs> I mean, that's what we've been doing. They seem to be the ones I focused on this year. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Well, let's let's quickly run through the game weeks. Maybe we'll go from uh, bottom to top, uh, and we'll start with me. So, I ended up with uh, I think it was thirty three points. We still got a game to go. I still have Ronaldo and and James. I think if he still plays, but. Pretty shocking week. Back myself up in uh, captaining Mane, who, uh, yeah, didn't really do much. Nearly got himself sent off, so could have been an absolute disaster, but was pretty poor anyway. The only player that actually turned up for me was Ronaldo, um, and I should get Veghorst off the bench. So, yeah, 38 points technically with two to play, I'd say, because... Do we know much on James's injury? Is is he going to play? Do you think or him and Rudiger were back in training, so 
yeah, um, the expectation is they'll 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 start, they'll play both of them. Yeah, so, I read it was a tight muscle or something. It wasn't an injury; it was more of a precaution, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not very good. That's left me uh, well adrift of 100k in the world. I think I'm at now 210,000 in the world, and only a few, maybe a five or six weeks ago, I was, yeah, absolutely flying. So. Yeah, Roscoe, I'm sure you've had a better week than me, mate. Where, where are you at with your team? Oh, mate, I went minus eight points to get in Havertz um, and De Bruyne, which involved bringing in Mateta. Um, unfortunately, that I, I moved out Veghorst for Mateta and I moved out Saka for Havertz. So at the moment... Um, I gave up some points there, um, which was a bit of a shame. But sitting on 56 points with Chalabert, James and Havertz all to play for Chelsea, if um, any of them start. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So um, De Bruyne worked out and I captained Sauer. So 56 points. It says here the average so far is 40, but um, jumped up about... 50,000 places to 350, just under 350k um, so far. But um, yeah, like I'm running out of time to have a great week. So I've got the pressures on. I've got two chips left. Um, So the pressure's on to get something out of them. You've been winding yourself, you know, digging yourself slowly back into the rankings. I like it, mate. It's been... But in yeah, the- I put James in two weeks ago. He hasn't played since I put him in. I put Shah in for Newcastle. They got a clean sheet. And then I looked at the score, uh, the team sheet, to see who was actually benched. So he didn't get any points. <laughs> um, I was pretty sure that Chalibur wasn't going to get a start. So at one point, I thought I'm going to have one defender playing this week. Um, as it was, Chalibur actually did get on because I think Christensen got sick in the warm up. I was talking to Luke the other day. I sent in the screenshot because Chalibur had like three great weeks in a row. I put him in and he's not played a game since. <laughs> so, um, yeah, mate, we'll see. I'm obviously hot on your tail, as Luke said. 140 points behind you. Um, now I think it's about 50. Fuck. Well, I got weeks to catch up. I brought in uh, Bernardo. And Mares and neither of them played, so that was good for me. <laughs> and so I always check your team, Luke, and you've always done. Like, I don't know how you do it so consistently, so consistently <laughs> have good weeks. Like, that was a cracker. A good week, week for me is a bang average week for you. Yeah, that's all it is. You just got to be just above that average every week, and you'll just keep climbing those rankings. And I, this was a cracker of a week. I had some. Uh, some good differentials come in um, with with Robbo and and KDB and Nick Pope. They all all did well, and of of course I I kept faith in Saka, uh, and I, I went hard and got ha- Habits and Mount. So I've got those two boys to play with Habits as the captain. Yeah, mate, smashed it. And uh, KDB came good, mate. He played. I knew he would. Yeah, and and he only played fifty six minutes, and he did the damage in that short space of time, and he's. He killed uh, Madrid this morning as well. Amazing performance. He's just on world-class form. He's untouchable. Yeah. So I'm very happy to have, have him. They should have had a lot more goals. 
you know, they yeah. were so wasteful, City. Mares, and he was wasteful. Mm. Mares, he, he's, yeah. They, they, they could have done more. They could have finished the tie then and there. But anyway, should make it interesting the second leg. Yeah, mate. And uh, that's what points are you on, Luke, this, this week so far then? Uh, 72 with uh, two to play. Have its amount to go. I kept Son in and moved out Saka, thinking that was the right <laughs> move. Yeah, well, well, you've got to look at it. This week, Son could blow up. I like... Uh, um, my theory is uh, midfielders against Leicester and strikers against Norwich. So that's what I like. And Sonny versus uh, Leicester B team next mm. week could could come good. You've got to captain him. Sonny this week? Yeah. That's where the mm. safe money is, my friend. Get more of these tips coming, yeah. I like it. <laughs> no, stop, Luke, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, only give tips for players that Ben has in his team, <laughs> not players <laughs> I've got in my team. Exactly, exactly. No, no. Um, uh, feel free, mate. Uh, you gotta, you gotta follow the king to, to beat me. That's all right. Um, <laughs> so scores on the doors, uh, nine seven to the guests. And look, to be honest, it's gonna, it's gonna be another notch onto the guests. It's gonna take it to ten seven. Um, because Havertz, Havertz just has to play. Mane got me two. Havertz got three. Watkins, who was a good shout, and I still think he'll be good in the coming uh, game weeks, got two. And then Zaha could have done something. I think as a Leeds fan, we were very lucky to walk away um, with his point from that game. So, yeah, look, if Havertz starts, then the guests win. So, Or if he plays at all, the guests win. So if not, it's a draw. So, yeah, uh, in terms of the Twitter league, David Conley still top, 2385. I test McQueen, uh, 2373. Mitch, you're up in uh, third mate now. Over Tim. Tim won't be happy with that. I wonder how many chips Tim has left. I think he's got some not sure the the guy above me has used his though so I, i'm i reckon i could maybe sneak into second but there's still a good points gap there mm. first place is miles ahead and he's still got chips in hand as well so i well, think yeah well. uh, he'll take it out i'll have to uh give a mention to matt jousey who listens every single week mate because last week he uh he triple captained gumarez newcastle no oh, wow <laughs> And I forgot to mention it, and he was fuming. And it's like the most mav cap of the year. So that that's amazing. Is he a Newcastle fan? Mega mav. Yeah, he, he is a Newcastle oh. fan, but wow. Fair what a hero. That's mega mav cap. Mega mav cap. So, I mean, that's what I'll be hunting now to the end of the season to beat that. I've got one for you. Yeah? Yeah. So underground. No one will even put you, – you've got to have balls just to put him in your team. Start. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're talking to Benny, Luke. He will do it. <laughs> <laughs> he will. <laughs> and he'll if burn. you told him a triple captain, a third choice goalkeeper, <laughs> he'd probably be like, yeah, I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, other than the maps that we picked out last week, guys, was there any, you know, interesting performances or, you know, highlights to the to the games last week before we jump into the maps? 
that you like the look of or didn't like the look of like obviously the I think the Arsenal result took took a few people by surprise maybe I didn't think they would good game to watch that one yeah entertaining it was but it's kind of restored some faith back in in the Arsenal lineup like they looked really attacking I think they've settled on a formula there whereby um, they're not as defensively sound. Like there, there is still some um, some weaknesses in that back line. I think it just comes down to that personnel, um, which we know that they've got a really strong 11, but, but they're lacking some depth. So those key injuries have left them slightly exposed at the back. But attacking-wise, they're really starting to click. Uh, he's made it work. Like He's made that tactical switch with Odegaard coming in, uh, Martinelli's been bumped back to the bench. But even when Martinelli came on late in the game, he kind of um, keeps that that high high pace and and they push forward really quickly. Saka is in; he's just an he's going to be a superstar. That guy, I, I can't believe watching how quick he moves. Like he his feet, I don't know how he gets to the ball and 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 does what he does when there's a guy like in, in that same scenario and he just makes makes him look like a fool. He did it right at the start of the game. I was right on the sideline. I couldn't, like, I, I blinked and missed what he did and got, around, got to the ball. He's just so quick. He's he's an awesome player. The Sackaby. For me, obviously, like, you look at the, the man that walks on water, uh, Jesus at um, City. <laughs> like, you... <laughs> It's so hard with City. Like they've, there's so much talent there, and it, it happened a few weeks ago with Sterling's hat trick. Um, like any one of them can turn up, except That's... Grealish. Except <laughs> Grealish, who's <laughs> never turned up this year Good yet. Shot. But the rest of them, all of them can turn up. And Foden's probably had a quiet year, but again, he'll. I think he did earlier in the season turn up with two or three goals in a game. So, yeah, no one saw that coming. He's then it's gone and smashed it again in, in in the Champions League. I will chat about it later because he was going to be probably someone I mentioned. But it's like, yes, you're going to rotate the team, but can you actually? Would you actually drop somebody that's on that good form? He's he's got that. Well, from what I can see, like he's got his guys for Champions League, and then he's got his lineup for the league that is still delivering. Like there. They're looking so strong every week, so it's definitely working. But it, I would think Liverpool has the edge in, in terms of depth, in their, especially in their attacking uh, form, whereas City seem to be more reliant on the likes of KDB or, or yeah, yeah, Bernardo and Mares did it for a while. I, I would think if you're going to bring in a City asset, you've just got to pick, put put your eggs in one or two baskets and sit and wait on them and just... If they get benched, you got to rely on who who you got coming on for them. And even Sterling, like everyone was pretty unlucky. He should have scored a couple of goals in that game. He had so many chances. Yeah, he yeah he looked off it, didn't he? Um, he missed mm. a couple of really good chances. Um, the rest of the games, I don't know if any of them really stood out. It was a pretty the Chelsea win. game was boring. They it took the foot off the gas. Chelsea, mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah surprised that owning, owning Havertz and Mount, they didn't really get involved or look. They didn't look sharp. They're just going through the motions. It seems. I think they really want to win that um, that trophy in the cup, so they can at least have some success this season. 
Mm. It looks, I dare say they're still going to take third, surely. Mm. And the Palace, Ben, you mentioned Leeds getting away with one with Palace. I watched those highlights thinking, yeah, Leeds, the worrying thing I think for you as a Leeds fan is they gave Palace so many chances. It was like 18, 17, sorry, 17 shots. So that's obviously worrying that they can create so much. But then on the flip side, Palace were bad, like in front of goal, like Zaha, Mateta, like they, none of those chances were particularly dangerous. There weren't any particularly good saves. They were just poorly taken. And so I like the Palace assets in terms of their fixtures. And we've talked about Zaha. Someone talked about Zaha, I think, a couple of weeks back. But they were really off it. They were really, like, they were just not clinical at all. So I don't know if, like, are they going to bounce back or are they just going to be a bit out of form? Those those Because it wasn't just one of them. It was they, they all missed easy chances. P-rollers, headers straight at the keeper. Yeah, I just thought it was really poor from them. Was that game at Selhurst or was that an away game for them? No, it was That's... at home. That's, I think, why they dominated or they were dominated. They had a lot of chances, but they were really poor. Like, was there a big chance that they actually really made Melier work for? I don't think so. Well, there's a couple like of crosses, mm. crosses that I think Matessa could have had a header and then Zaha potentially was, you know, trying to get a penalty as he always does. That's why he's such an interesting asset. But, um, yeah, I, don't think, I think you're right. I don't think there was any crazy standout games and I think Luke's correct, like, You've got to, if you're going to go with City, you've just got to pick a bunch. Pick, pick and stick. Pick and stick. And that's what I did last week. So I'm stuck with uh, a couple of assets there. So how about like looking at these fixtures? Well, forget about Man U, Chelsea, because obviously that's uh, in last game week now. But standout fixtures for Halls. You've got Liverpool and Newcastle. Newcastle are a decent home team. Um Man City at Leeds, like, obviously I was at the last game and that was seven goals. So, yeah, that could be anything. You were both at that game, weren't you? We were, yeah. Was, I uh, had a great time. <laughs> Poor Benny. <That> was <laughs> Sat in between the two Brookfields with their uh, heads in their hands. It was not fair. Uh, um, but I actually think you'll do better, for sure, because he's got you more boring, but more um, sensible. Yeah. So... You know, Man City could easily still put three or four past you, but <laughs> they're not going to put seven. Well, at least Calvin um, Phillips is back now. Mm. That makes a big difference. And I think uh, probably the only other fixture that I can see that maybe a bit of a haul, you just don't know, would be Villa at home to Norwich. So interesting. And, and we've also you got a thing like out these fixtures. Uh, oh, sorry, Luke. Yeah. Quick, quickly, we've got to call out Spurs, Spurs at Leicester and Arsenal at West Ham, um, because that both Leicester and West Ham have, uh, will be resting key players ahead of their European uh, semi-final cup ties. So anyone playing those two teams in the coming weeks, um, sandwiched in between those fixtures, will be almost like facing a B side. Like you know, they saw they rested Antonio Bowen Rice. They were all on the sideline for West Ham. So yeah. that's why I'm thinking. I'm going to back Arsenal this weekend. That was all the more surprised with the Chelsea result as well because I, I did looked at the team sheets afterwards and was like, wow, like West Ham rested the, all their best players and Chelsea only scored one goal. Mm. 
Oh, and, and the fact that West Ham's got no centre-backs either because Dawson got sent off. Yeah, so he did. Well, I mean, the, I think there's some interesting ones. I always quite look at the fixtures. I think, Luke, you're good at seeing through that short-term fixture and, and just really seeing the quality of the team. Whereas I go, I look at Everton-Chelsea and I'm like, wow, Everton at home, backs against the wall. They've got to do something. They can't be too open in the first 30 minutes. They, they need to try and score, though. So I'm like, that's a really interesting fixture. On face value, Chelsea could walk away 3-0 winning that, but it's like Everton need to do something. So they could turn up. It's getting pretty pretty dark for them if they don't pick up points. I'll back you there because real, realistically, Everton should have scored against Liverpool. They had a couple of... They created a couple of chances where they put themselves in a good position to score a couple. And... and Richarlison's a bit of an animal. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure they're in the best of form, but Richarlison and Gordon, they yeah. still get chances every week. So, it could be something. Chelsea are really in inconsistent, aren't they? They, they? They'll smash Lately. a team one week and then have a poor one the next. Mm. So it's hard to know. Yeah, it's really hard to know. Southampton Palace, like Palace, we we're just saying they've been a bit off the boil. But so have Southampton, like that could be nil nil. It could be three all. <laughs> like it's like um, really hard to read the fixtures in my view for this week. Who who wants uh, first Maverick then? Well, I've I've got one on the back of that Arsenal uh, shout out. So so yeah, I'm I'm back in their new striker Eddie Nketia up top. Mm. He's tell me what his ownership is now. Has anyone got it on screen? Uh, I'm really glad to hear you say that because he's in my team. So if you think he's the right pick, well, he was me some confidence not to. Not to get two, a goal or two on the weekend. Two point three percent owned. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Good. He's hardly. He hasn't gone up much. He was. He was only two percent when I checked uh, this morning. So not much has changed there. And I just saw the chances he was getting and the way Arsenal's attacking, and the fact that West Ham are so depleted at the back. Uh, that's, yeah. He should have had is, a goal, shouldn't he? Like he easily should have had a goal against United. Off. He was just offside. Yeah. And he had another great, great chance, but he just cracked it straight at I think he was just surprised that he got the chance and he cracked it as hard as he could and just straight at De Gea this is a comfortable save yeah like that is there any chance too. yeah and is he's there got any... a double in 36 is there any chance that Lacazette gets another look in like I know he's had an injury in a oh COVID I think it was and I know that he's had a couple of contract issues which um Arteta's been quite vocal about that he needs to get sorted. I think he's actively looking. That's why he's out of favour. I think he's talking to clubs. Well, and that's why Arteta's pissed off. Not pissed yeah. off as in like he's like, well, you, you're trying to leave. Arteta's comments uh, indicated that it's um, he, he's it's been a discredit to the effort that Nketi has been putting in. He deserved more minutes. And the fact that he's been getting the minutes, Arsenal have had a turnaround in form. They've won two on the trot. Um, and, and to Ross's point, yeah, Lacazette is basically gone in the summer. So they're looking to the future. And this guy's 22. He's, he'll run all game. So, yeah, it's his, at, at the moment, it's his place to lose. And there's no way he's going out of the team unless he has an absolute shocker and Arsenal um, put in a poor showing or, or, or if he loses. There is a threat of that rotation. But in the next couple of weeks, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll back him till for the next couple of weeks for sure. Yeah. So Lacazette has 
Where is he? In how many goals has he got? No, he's not a goal scorer oh. at the moment. He's dropping deep. And Aubameyang's got the same number of goal, goals. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> Well, he Lac- played 14, four from was, 14 and Lacazette's four from 26. It's not great for Lacazette striking. was playing a crucial role because he was um, he was getting a few assists just because he was yeah, dropping assists deeper assists. And, and then the likes of Martinelli and co were running beyond him. Mm. So he was linking that that play. So he was... But they've tactically, they've had to change their approach because of their injuries. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't mind that pick, especially his uh, the situation and the value. Um, 5.5, you know, depleted West Ham team, then leads. Then it starts to get a bit trickier. So it depends if you're happy enough for me to just leave him as is once you get past that Leeds game. Uh, just because I, I watched him. He was at Leeds for a long time. Well, not a long time, but he was at Leeds for at least four months and I just never rated him once. I thought he didn't really get a go at Leeds. They weren't he was on the bench. He never got on. No, no, he played a fair few games. There was a, a few periods when Bamford was injured. Um and even in just in the passing that I saw of him, I just didn't think he was that great. So that's still like etched in my memory. I don't think I would hold on to him. It's... If you bring him in, which you guys do have are you just going to hold him for Spurs and Newcastle? Yeah, definitely. He, he's. I'm banking him to get a couple of goals this week and, and next week in the double. Yeah. And then uh, if, if need be, he can sit on the bench because in my current format, I'm looking at only playing one striker. So he's cheap enough to, to bench, but I want him for that bench boost. And uh, Arsenal's attacking, they're looking dangerous, and West Ham is a prime fixture this week. Hmm. Um, mine's and, and more so. Um, it might more so like what you know options at five point five, yeah. Because he's in, enabling me to have a bigger oh. midfield. Yeah, I've, I've got Salah, De Bruyne, and Son in my midfield, so I need somebody at that price point. So it's not that I think I don't necessarily think NK is uh, going to match a seven mil. Or six, seven mil option, but he's yeah, he could get good because they're all rubbish this season. But he could <laughs> this season, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, mm. in saying that, Richarlison and Watkins are, are decent options at the moment in that seven mil price bracket, seven point four, seven point five. No, very good. Um, I'm going to keep the cheapy trend. My first Maverick. Um, I'm going to be totally honest with you. There's no form involved in this pick. It's more mm. than he's just super pick, a uh, super pick, super cheap, and fixtures are coming up. So um, I've actually brought him in already. I've made some changes early doors. Um, and it's Jacob Ramsey of Villa. Um, I just feel like the runner games that he has, he's going to play most of them. And, um, yeah, he's just good on the break. So, in terms of stats, there isn't that much to back him up. He's 7.3% owned. His XG is 0.14. His shot per 90 is 1.26. And his minutes per attempt is 71.2. So, um, 
you know, not too bad as it goes. And especially, I think he's over, he's definitely outperforming his his price. Would you say? Is he though? No doubt. Yeah, look, he, he's had a couple of brilliant hauls this season, but Aston Villa on the whole have been oh. in a big slump. Yeah. He's got one goal and no assists in the last 10. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. This It's not based on form. It's just more it's aiming at this. Just, mate. Just They've more. got Norwich and then a, and four games in two weeks. So yeah. I'm a bit burnt because I had him for a while as well, to be to be fair. Uh, much earlier in the season, but I had him for a while. and Because he, he, he had a couple of games which were good, and I think people jumped on him. And then by the time I got on him, he, he hadn't really done much. So I don't know if he was a bit of a flash in the pan. Coutinho is the one, but I mean, if you need a differential, I mean, it's either Jacob Ramsey, um, Gordon from Everton, or um, Dewsbury Hall from Leicester, and I'd take Ramsey or Gordon any mm-hmm. day. They've got that double. They've both got two games in 36 and 37, and you add Villa, uh, sorry, you add Norwich to the Villa fixtures. I mean, yeah, you're there yeah. for that price, Just, I guess you put yourself if in If I'm reading this right, you, you guys... You guys know more than me on this, so correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just looking at their stats. So if you look at Ramsey, his XG for the season is 3.3, 3.38. He scored six goals. So he's converted really well, but the stats don't suggest that he's going to score many. But he's done well with what he's had. XG is just a measure of all shots within that, like, you know, similar... Um, similar position and the likelihood mm. of that scoring. And that's a mix of poor players and exceptional players. And if you're a good player, you have a higher uh, ability to outperform your XG because you'll convert more of those chances. So yeah. That's what so Watkins' XG is just, just a, like nine and a half and he's got eight goals out of it. So he's kind of on performing his XG. Ramsey's outperformed his then, with, but he's not getting as many chances then. Is what you're saying. He's not getting as many shots and chances. And he's getting about three times less than Watkins, possibly. Yeah. Well, I would think Watkins will get more in, in the position. With he, the price, there is a price difference. He is. And uh, uh, he does get more chances, but I'm not sure if you've watched Watkins lately. He, he needs bucket loads of chances to can, to take those. So I'd yeah, Watkins might need you know seven chances to score one goal, whereas Ramsey might need four. <laughs> But Watkins just gets more. It'll all even out in the wash. Patrick Bamford been training him. Coutinho is <laughs> the one anyway. Just get Coutinho. Coutinho. It'll, yeah, it'll Coutinho be is, I've looked, he's over 11% now, so he doesn't belong on this yeah. pod. But he's Mate, he, was, <laughs> he was like up around 20% a couple of weeks ago. And he's uh, just, it's they, he's they've been so poor, price. haven't they? They've been really in poor form, but their fixtures look really good. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm. Yeah, this is the the ultimate. It's a good Mav pick, I think, in that sense. Yeah, because there's, there's not like If you back the fi- if you're a fixtures guy, you'll get a Villa guy in. And if you're a form kind of guy, then yeah, you'll avoid Villa because they're showing terrible form. But there's a bit of a gamble. I'll probably get Coutinho in this week because it's an easy. I've got two two Chelsea mids, and I don't want to carry them because I think they'll be rotated and only have one game in 36. So. Habits might go for Coutinho this week. Yeah. As punishment for not scoring in the first game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could get a hat-trick well, against United. You never know. I think I'm going to stick with Mount. He's 
he's kind of he, he he just you can bank on him to get the minutes. Out of yeah, the Chelsea boys, sure. he's not rotating Mount as much. That's for sure. Yeah. From what I've seen, yeah, cool. Go on then, Roscoe. Give us your Maverick pick. Um, my Mav pick is. Oh, this is so tough. <laughs> drum, drum roll. Um, you want a drum roll, right? Jesus. Jesus. With the form, man, and taking a big rotation risk. <laughs> I just don't think you can take this guy out the side, even with Pep Roulette. He didn't rest him much. He took him off on like 83 in the in the Champions League. But they, I just think that's madness. And I think if he doesn't get on, he might get on 15 or 20. But um, yeah, I think he's only like 2% owned. Amazing performance um, for the weekend. Yeah, I just, I just think it'd be crazy. Like, how could you... I think don't like take him off after 60 minutes, but don't drop him to the bench after he scored four goals last week and then more in the Champions League playing so well. You keep him going and, and if you need to rest him, you get take him off after 50, 60 minutes. Okay, to help help the listeners out there, a lot of people will be wondering if they should stick with Kane or many will have Timo Werner in that, that spot as well. Uh, if you had the option of those three guys, would you? Well, I, rec- I would probably say stick with Kane this week because they're up against a weekend Leicester. He's a captain's ish out. But Timo Werner, would you stick with him or would you punt him over to Hazel? I liked Werner until a week or so ago because he, he was getting chances. But he's another one like Watkins where you watch Werner, he might score two, but he had five clear chances. He should have scored four of the five. There was, there was a week there the other week where he's like hit the bar from like four yards and he hit the post from six yards. I think he still scored two in the game. And you're just thinking, my, this guy's finishing so bad. But he is actually at least now getting runs on the board. So, uh, no, it's, a, it's definitely a punt. I think all the City players, like KDB is probably nailed on um, in the sense that he he's already shown that. He, put it, he starts him and then he took him off after 55 minutes. So that's why I just think, yeah, any other week, if Jesus hadn't scored the goals he had, I don't think I would say him. It's just, it just seems crazy to me that you take a striker in such good form and say, I'm going to play Phil Foden in the central role, or I'm going to play, who else has he played there? Sterling, put Sterling back in, even though he missed like four chances. Mm. Yeah. Um, I reckon my my guess at their front, front three will be, uh, I reckon Foden will start in that number nine. I think uh, Sterling is a lock on the left, and Jesus might pop up on that right. I'm not sure, but I've just got you know to. I just think Foden's important to how that team plays, and Pep loves him, so I think Foden's nailed on. Mm. Yeah. Not not good for my Mares. <laughs> Roy Mahrez could easily come in because he didn't play the last... Yeah, what minutes did he get in the Champions League? Uh, he's, he's, yeah. He tore it up huh? well. Yeah. yeah, he played well. He, did he get the whole game? Yeah. Yeah. He um, he should have scored two. He assisted yeah. one. Did he score one as well? I can't remember. No, I think... Uh, 
no, no, I don't think he did. I know he hit the post and spurned a couple of chances. Yeah, I mean, look, I've got Bernardo as well. So for my team in Man City, he'll, he'll be back in the in the starting eleven this week, guaranteed. Yeah, I've I've taken a, a, a gamble, a dice with the devil, and it's not paid off. But hopefully, this week it will. Did Stones get injured? By the way, I saw he was off after half, yes. like twenty minutes. Yes, he got injured. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, because he was an injury. I read before the game he was a doubt because of injury. So he must have played him, and then yeah, came off. off after thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. So uh... so that that leaves him a bit short. That we just Cancelo at right back again, Zinchenko at left back. Unless, yeah, and I'm not, not sure if Kyle Walker's back, but it just means that uh, Laporte's that nailed-on option that's that, that I'd be going for. Diaz-Laporte in the central positions at the back, they're nailed. Mm. Any the clean sheet points for City this week or not? Oh, yeah. I reckon it'll be... It won't be seven or anything like that. I think, like you say, Leeds have... Um, Jesse Marsh has really tightened us up, so... It'll probably be like a 4-0, I'd say. <laughs> Just being generous. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's City, though, isn't it? Mm. And I was... um. So, yeah, moving on to my my final math pick. Uh, maybe you boys can help me out because I was uh, playing around with a couple of options. I didn't, I didn't want to go for another Villa player because um, that would be simple against Norwich. I really fancied Mares after holding him. Um, he's only 4.2%, but Roscoe's gone Jesus, so I'll try and, and mix this pick up. The only other assets I was thinking of, and forgive me if I'm wrong, I'm just worried if, like, I like the Kulazeski shout, just because he's 6.4. Um, and He's 12.8% owned. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So I can't have him. I liked, I liked Alonso. I liked the Alonso shout last week, but now he's 11% and 5.6 owned. And he's gone over. Yeah. Is he going to rotate? Zaha picked last week, so last week at 6.8. Only Watkins, other. Watkins is another good one, but he's, he's, I picked him last week. Last week. Yeah. So I can't pick Coutinho. He's yeah. 11. Do you know what, mate? I, it now should be the perfect time where I give you my mega Mav. Your mega Mav. Is this your? Was this? Gonna I be thought you were just teasing us, mate. So I no, thought mate, you, you've I've gone quiet. Mega Mavs up my sleeve, just in case. Because well, at this yeah. time of the season, you might need to bust them out. Do you want to do? Well, I was going to go with someone fairly stock standard, but if you want to donate your mega Mav to my mega my Mav, then I'll Ooh. definitely accept it. Well, I'm calling this guy a mega mad because I don't even know if he'll get minutes, but he showed last game that he can come on and, and score goals. And it's Christian Pulisic. Uh, and I think he's going to get some minutes coming up in the next couple of weeks. So if you did put him in, he's going to get at least one start in game week 36. And it's just a matter of whether he'll start this weekend as well uh, because he's, he's yeah, he, he got some minutes in that game where when... He came on for habits, perhaps, uh, and he got obviously scored a goal when he came on too. He's he looks he looks sharp, man, and he always gets chances when he comes on. So he could could do damage in twenty thirty minutes. 
even if he doesn't get that start, but he'll get at least one start in the double game week 36. Because Chelsea will mm. have to rotate. And they've got Everton this weekend, which is a really good fixture. He scored, didn't he? So he in did. the last game. Yeah. Looked good when he came on. He kind of kind of started changing the game because Ever- mm. uh, Chelsea was so predictable, whereas Pulisic just brought some energy and made some in uh, habits kept kept dragging the play out towards the, the the wide on the right, whereas Pulisic is far more direct. Yeah, I was thinking to throw one in there, Ben. Um, would only be for the one off Ward Prowse, and not just because he got two. But that's what I was going to say. I think had he not scored two or just scored one, I think would still say him because of the fixture, like home to Palace, could easily be a set piece dominated game. On the beach, I reckon Southampton. Yeah, but yeah, but they he he can score any time. You're right. Any game, they did. They did two all this week in a nothing game, didn't they? So Benny Diaz from Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Diaz is what I looked at. Will he he's play? Free. I was trying to figure out Liverpool's rotation. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't he's, work he's it out in my choice. head of what would happen. He's first choice. He's first choice. Yeah, over Jota. I was going to say, well, still injured. Has he not? Because sometimes he's playing Mane, Central, Jota. Yeah. Wide. Then he's gone it's... Diaz, wide. And Mane, and Central, yeah. He's gone Jota, back, Central. It's hard. Is how do you know which combo he's going to end up with in the next game? He's been he's got, slightly more predictable. No, Firmino is is on the comeback, um, but I think he he uh, there was an injury update on him a day or two yeah. ago. Uh, do you think I, he'll I, go Diaz really... left wing, Mane central, Salah and right. Salah for this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Diaz is a good strongest start, starting eleven. And he is just a superstar in the making again. He is just incredible how he's adapted to the speed and the physicality of the game in England. He's a freak, that guy. He just makes everything look so easy. And he's got that goal-scoring touch. You can see he's he's a finisher. So he's only 3% owned, 7.9. The only thing is Liverpool up against Newcastle who have uh, shown exceptional form since the turn of the year. Mm. Mm. Very good Who's it right back for Newcastle? Trippier fit? No. Who's uh, playing right no. back? No. Oh, he's uh, he's out properly, isn't he, Trippier? Yeah. Can't remember. What's his uh Jacob Murphy, I think, is in the wings, maybe. Is he he's up? Are they more doing wing backs? Not sure on Newcastle. I haven't been following him because I only Keep an eye on, you know, there's certain players from their lineup, even the the new Bruno Gamera. So I didn't really think he could do it. And St. Maximan, people went Shah or Debrabka. They don't really have many other fantasy assets that you consider. Crash. No, I'm regretting. I put Shah in and I was so close to going for target. And uh, it was Shah's form that swayed me to Shah over target. And then target got 11 points that week. Shah got six, and then Shah dropped to the bench. Shah would have got another six. So I'm, I'm really annoyed. It was one of those. It was so close, and I was like, 
couldn't decide. And then I just went Shah and I went the wrong way around. Seemed safe at the time. There was no no uh, no news dropped early that or hints that he was going to get benched. He just Unlucky. benched him, yeah. yeah. Target obviously has a bit more of an attacking threat. I think he does some set pieces as well, Target. Yeah, fair. All right, well, it's between Ward Prowse and uh, Pulisic. May as well go Mega Mav. I don't mind it. There's more upside to Pulisic, so I'll uh, I'll still I'll still Pulisic off your hands, Luke. And that'll uh, all yours. He's good. That'll pick picked me with um, the two against your two. So, who wants to go for bargain bucket? And who wants to go? That was Luke, bucket? I think. Bargain bucket. Yeah, I've got bargain bucket this week. Yeah, and I've got a nice one for you, and it's sticking with my Arsenal boys. Uh, Nuno Tavares at the back. I think he's four point three at the moment. Wow. He was he was zero point two percent owned this morning, and he's now gone up to zero point five percent. But uh, I watched that game really closely because I wanted to keep an eye on on him since he's come into the side, and I can tell you that he is a rubbish defender and makes a lot of mistakes out on that pitch. But attacking wise. He's just like Alonso. He's just on that left. He's he's just in the box, hovering <laughs> around everywhere you want. Uh, this is the guy that uh, Arteta tried everything to do not to play him, right? He had like yes, Shaka yeah. at left back. He's just like, yep. <laughs> yeah, but desperate again, not to use him. Until... That same thing that Arsenal had been winning. So he's going to continue to start. And he scored on the weekend as well. So... I'm backing him to keep his place for at least the next two weeks. Yeah. So and that'll serve me well for a bench boost with, with him. That and uh, there's a major no, injury to Livermento, so you can't you can't go for your favourite. Well, oh, poor guy. Uh, that's that's disheartening. There's a, there was a stat came out today that the average recovery for a, an ACL is 260 days in the Premier League. So poor guy's got a long, long uh, wait, long, long road ahead to get back on the pitch. Um, just adding on that um, that Arsenal theme, Arsenal uh, have not been very reliable for clean sheets lately, so you do need those attacking points. So anyone stuck with the likes of Ben White or, or that Gabriel, um, they they might not be hitting those clean sheets. Tommy Asu coming back in the lineup will help them defensively. So that's what I'm thinking. If you do managed to get a clean sheet and he delivers an attacking return you're going to get a haul from him and for a 4.3 million dollar 4.3 mil asset it's like the perfect storm because for a bench boost you've got potential for a high ceiling there uh, and and it's not taking up much of your budget and he can just sit and rot rot on the bench after game week 36 (laughs) sit and rot Yeah, I'm a Ramsdale owner, so I got my goalie choice very wrong in my wild card. At the time, it was like everybody's obvious pick. Look at the fixtures, look at the form, put him in. Yeah, injuries have killed them. I'm just looking. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight game weeks since he got nine points. And the three before that, he didn't either. So one decent return in 12 weeks. From Ramsdale. So glad I went off him. <laughs> yeah, that's it, Chuck. 
That was yeah. in my wild card. I had a chance to change my goalkeeper. <laughs> Who's your map Fair enough. This is a, it's. A, I think it's De, De Bruyne because he's only like three or four percent owned. So it just seems a no-brainer to say that he would be the best pick this week for a low-owned, high-score potential asset. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of anyone. Like, why would you go with a different option? It's a great shot. The only one I would... It's, ob- it's really is. obvious um, in a way, but he's really low-owned. So it's a bit like when people went... A few people went Ronaldo the other week where most people stuck with Kane, Salah, and a few people moved that on and had the budget, went Ronaldo. Ronaldo did very well. You can gain some points. So it's like get off of Kane or get off of even Salah maybe. He only got six points there against Everton. Go, go De Bruyne against Leeds. Okay, gun gun to your head, Ross. If um, if Pep says he's starting KDB and Sterling, uh, who who are you going to captain in FPL if you know they're both going to start? KDB still. Okay. Because I don't Benny? trust Sterling. I think Sterling has bigger upside, but he's erratic, isn't he? That's what I'm thinking. So Benny, would you go in that scenario? Would you double down and go Sterling? No, nah, I got Mares. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely on the bench <laughs> well KDB has been playing does he play does he need him to play against Leeds yes he's I've seen KDB loaded. tear Leeds apart live in the flesh and it's living that memory is living with me vividly <laughs> really? I see him put that ball in the top left corner really don't want him to start but yes, you're right. I'd go, I'd go KDB. Um, Luke, do you, you you mentioned you had another option to counter Roscoe for the Mav cap? Yep. No, no, that no. My I had a Mega Mav that was Pulisic. Mm. The only other guy that I think I'd look at would be maybe a, what about Ronaldo at home to Brentford? Brentford. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but Brentford I was really been... surprised by the Tottenham results. good. That on... No, Brentford have been playing well, man. They've been looking mm. really strong. They're going to finish the season really well. They've got three, three nice fixtures. I'm more thinking that um, that it's a better fixture for Brentford than it is for United. So Tony <laughs> against that United backline could tear him a new one. It's Bombo a bit of a mess for United because the the, the Champions League is out the window. The coach is changing at the end of the season. There's players actively trying to leave the club. So what sort of United teams can even turn up? Mind you, I think no matter what's going on in the background, Ronaldo will do 110% and can win a game on his own. But the rest of them, it's going to be pretty poor. And a few of them will already have their agents out putting the feelers out for the summer, what surely, weren't they? I like if you're Wan Bissaka or Luke Shaw even, Fred, I don't know, these are they gonna stay around and fight for a place? Just call it. They'll probably try and get signed on to a bench role at Newcastle and we'll win some silverware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know, Benny. Have you still got Ronaldo? Is that why? Yeah, just because I'm. Uh, I've got. I like it. I've got. Th- I would say I've got a few candidates. I've got Ronaldo, Mane, Mares, Bernardo, and I even thought about one point Matty Cash. Wow, that would be rogue, wouldn't it? That is rogue. I you need to double down and go Mane again. No, Mares. I, I really persist, want be persistent, mate. Mane wow. again. He let you down a couple of times now. Go him again. Mares played your teeth off, but I just don't think he'll play. We uh yeah, well we've ta- we've gone around in circles on that rotation. And surely he's due to so he just played Champions League, so he's probably not gonna play. Who there's a team um who's got there? Is it Liverpool that play tomorrow, Thursday? Someone's got Thursday, Saturday, I think. I was just looking at that early and I was thinking, do you know this, Luke? I was thinking, have I got this right? I'm looking here. Liverpool play Villarreal on Thursday. Yeah, they've only got like 48 hours. Yeah, yeah, Thursday morning for us. Rearranged the league, denied him. What's that? Klopp tried to get that fixture rearranged or or just pushed back a day, Um, but the, the league denied him. So, yeah, yes, there's some talk that their minutes may be managed, but the expectation is they're going to start a full-strength side because they must win that game. And then if they get a goal or two up, they'll mm. um, make early subs. They've got Wednesday possible. night and then they've got Saturday, yeah. And they've got to travel back from Spain. Yeah. That ain't in Spain. Well, we'll wrap it up, fellas. Thank you so much for coming on at uh, such late notice and... For us, quite late. It's now 10 p.m. time of recording. So, appreciate it. And um, we will see how the game week unfolds. Thanks, Benny. Thanks, Luke. Good luck, gents. Have a great weekend. See you, Gronks. See ya. See ya.